0: I was sitting not 18 inches from the windows, and uh, there was the most incredible explosion. And as if there was a giant boxer doing a roundhouse swing at the top of the tower, that tower bolted, twisting south. And in that instant, I thought I was going to be thrown through the windows and down the 800 feet or so into the plaza. That was Eric Ronigen, our first guest on Security Mindset. Hello, My name is Jay Grant, the host of this new podcast that explores security, sharing, collaboration, and communication. The intention is to offer insight by exploring people, incidents, best practices, and outcomes that have and can make a difference to security environments. Personally, I cannot believe it's been 20 years. 9-11 changed my life. In the early years, working with Congress on legislation to address transportation security, and appropriations of billions of dollars for U.S. port authorities, to daily interfacing with the administration as we stood up and developed the new Department of Homeland Security, and then on to the programs to implement security and find technology and other efficient security solutions. The last 11 years have been working with the United Nations Directorates, Governments, and Port Authorities globally in my position with the Interport Police and as Executive Chair of the Moreau 9-11 Center. The bottom line for me, It's been an honor and a privilege to meet and work with so many people in policing, security, emergency management, and government who have dedicated their lives and careers to make their community and the world a safer place. It's a fact. 9-11 fundamentally changed security, not only in the United States, but worldwide. From billions to trillions of dollars have been spent on terrorism and security requirements, trying to keep people critical infrastructure, and our cities safe. Significant incidents have not been limited to airports such as the Brussels bombing. Although there have been many, it also includes seven, seven attacks on London's underground transportation system and the Paris and Manchester stadiums, and so many other places where we work and live, right down to the streets of our cities. Our mission here is not just to discuss, but to speak to those who are relevant To the events, we're going to begin our first podcast focusing on the World Trade Towers itself. Frankly, because it was a disruptive event that killed nearly three thousand and injured over six thousand people who thought they were safe, and a country who could not imagine it could happen. The change in security and policy became immense, from political to how we think when it comes to methods of protection. If you were around in this world. Each of us know where you were on 9-11-2001. If you weren't around, or if you're not old enough to remember all the activities, we hope we can educate you. So many professional first responders and public safety personnel are retiring. For us, it's personal. For others, it's history. Yet it continues to be so important today as much of our security is built around on what happened that very day. Frankly, some of us wonder if we have progressed enough And what I mean by this is with heightened security requirements, depending on the environment, can we still make people safer? What seems to get in the way? Are we spending money efficiently and in the right places? Have we learned enough not to repeat the mistakes of our past? It's a challenge to protect any public venue. Not every environment has a fence around it, and we've come to learn that itself is not viable. However, We're still standing in lines. We still have too many ID cards, some that require the same vetting to be issued. And in many cases, we continue to have stovepipe solutions. For all the good that's been done, it seems like there's room for improvement. Today's technology can provide enormous sharing capabilities and manage individual government requirements. But how do we use it? Also, how do we safeguard it? Technology and the internet itself. In many cases, these are some of the challenges that were with us before 9-11, and they're still with us today. Let's explore how we can do better and what we're going to do to get there. When it comes to security mindset, let's explore a couple of authorities in the country who changed their mindset. The Port Authority of New York and New Jersey began their process after the bombing of the World Trade Center in 1993. The fact is they were in the process of making significant changes on the morning of 9-11 itself. Eric will mention this. The Los Angeles International Airport has made significant improvements to their security after their November active shooting incident in November 2013, where mass evacuations occurred and literally emptied out the airport. And the entire country of the United Kingdom changed course In their security after multiple IRA attacks and bombings in the City of London. The City of London and the Metropolitan Police established a program called Project Griffin in 2004 to stop the threats against the city's financial institutions. Further, they developed a countrywide plan to thwart terrorism and other major serious crimes. These wake-up calls demand new thinking, a change in security mindset. Yet so many authorities have not heeded these lessons learned. Frankly, one way to prevent such actions is not even a secret—not at all. First and foremost, the most significant aspect of public safety and security is prevention, balance with protection and preparedness, and finally, actively pursuing those who would do us harm. We will begin by exploring the past again on September 11th, 2001, and move forward revisiting significant incidents best practices and solutions from around the world. We will introduce you to individuals who have had firsthand insight from first responders, public safety leaders, and from the commercial side, some offering proven and innovative solutions of today and looking towards tomorrow to make people safer. To that end, we know you will enjoy our first guest, Eric Roningen. Eric is someone special and someone I've known and worked with for many years. He published his own personal story in a book called From the Inside Out. For on September 11, 2001, sitting at his desk inches away from a window on the 71st floor of the North World Trade Tower, he depicts the incident, the people, and his experiences as he moved down the North Tower. In the end, Eric was reportedly the last person to walk out of the South Tower alive. But before we meet Eric, one more thing. Let me tell you a little bit about the Marone 9-11 Center for Counterterrorism and Security. It's a story in itself. Fred V. Marone was the superintendent of police and director of public safety for the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. He was a command police officer of vision, and there are many stories relevant to this fact. He wanted to share the wealth of knowledge of security with the world, especially the third world countries, and how this would assist them in combating terrorism even before 911 fred was our friend and colleague he was the highest ranking public official and police officer to perish in 911 he and his 36 officers along with the many new york city police officers and the new york city firefighters all gave their lives working to protect others fred was also the executive vice president and incoming board chair of the international organization of airport and seaport police known today as the interport police the board in mutual agreement with his wife established the marone educational memorial fund at the port Authority's memorial in new york on september 11 2002 in 2007 the fred marone memorial award was established honoring an individual who had significantly distinguished himself in fighting terrorism and serious crime in public safety or policy and in 2012, to honor those who continued the fight of terrorism and serious transnational crime, working with the Interport police, the Police and Public Safety 9/11 Medal was established. The inaugural recipients of the Police and Public Safety 9/11 Medal were awarded in a ceremony in New York City to the men and women of the Port Authority of New York and the New York Police Officers who perished that day. Finally, in order to broaden public safety education. Best practices, research, and recognition, and finally, innovative technology, the Interport Police established the Marone 9 11 Center as a separate charitable nonprofit in 2016, working towards making the world a safer place. We'll be right back after this message. Hello, this is Jay Grant. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. The Marone 9 11 Center is truly working to make the world a safer place. We would like to invite authorities and government jurisdictions to take advantage of the 9-11 Center grant program that we have with the Atlas One Essential Notification Plan. It provides a trusted notification system you control to push out messaging from operational to crisis events to the individuals in your community. Notifications can be made jurisdiction wide down to a small geofenced area. Join authorities like Charlotte, North Carolina, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Austin, Texas, and more this offer is made worldwide, and it's absolutely free. So go to atlas.one, that's atlas.one on the internet, and review the program and scroll down to the Marone 911 Center grant information. You can also find the information on our website at 911center.org. Thank you. So let's begin with our first podcast. We welcome your ideas, insights, and even offering someone you might think we should talk to. Let's start now. Thank you, and be safe. The Security Mindset podcast is a production of the Marone 9/11 Center. Your host is Jay Grant. Production manager is Billy Durrett. Production coordinator is Lance Lindsay. This podcast session is sponsored by Atlas One. The Marone 9/11 Center is a nonprofit 5013C organization. Contributions and sponsorships are greatly appreciated, as is identifying the Marone 9/11 Center as your charity of choice on the Amazon Smile program. For additional information and more podcast productions as they become available, visit us at 911center.org slash podcast. This is Billy Durrett. We thank you for listening and your gracious support.